This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. Okay, now on to something well, related actually to the conversations around local government, we were also just talking a, a little earlier about the strike, uh, the protest uh, in Deep Kloof. Well, it would look as it, it appears as if there is a growing trend now. Um, the cooperative governance and traditional um, affairs uh, department has been called on to conduct investigations into a growing trend of residents taking municipalities to court over poor service delivery. Communities expressing dissatisfaction with municipalities are opting to withhold payment for services, resulting in debt accumulation. And basically similar along the lines of what we are seeing happening in Dibkloof. Yesterday, we also learned that residents in Bedford View, east of Johannesburg, saying they are taking the city of Ekurlen into court over billing problems. Um, Dr. Tim Marke is a local government ex-governance expert who joins us on the line. Uh, thank you so much uh, for your time as always. This should come as no surprise though, that at some point this kind of action was bound to come. Yeah, thanks, uh, Titi, and morning to Power FM listeners. Uh, for obvious reasons, uh, Titi, we can d- discuss this matter overlooking the, the timing issue. Uh, yes. We, we're heading for local government elections, and it has been a trend in the country that uh, towards the local government elections, you'll see, you know, some of these kind of incidences taking place uh, within municipalities in the country. Mm. If it doesn't happen in the form of a protest, it happens in another form, either um, certain people threatening to withhold the their monies, uh, uh, because they have got this or that issue against the municipality. But what we tend to forget, Titi, is that the issue of uh, billing, uh, it's a dual responsibility, and, and that is regulated by the law. Mm. What do we mean by that? Titi, the Constitution allows for municipalities to impose rates and taxes, but at the same time, it places an obligation on municipalities to provide services in a sustainable manner. And if you try and unpack the word sustainability, it mm. will then tell you that there has to be guarantee that I'll continue to provide you with this service, but in return, you must also commit yourself to make sure that you pay for the same services. Mm. But mm. before we get there, TT, there's a process in local government which allows for members of the public to participate in the process of determining whatever decisions and, and the determination of the rates and taxes it's not something that uh, municipalities will just go into the boardroom and decide. The law requires them to make sure that there's sufficient uh, community engagement. But now what we normally t- see in, 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 in communities is that when these processes unfold, we don't pay attention to the detail. And we then later say, I have a problem with the rates that the municipality mm. is charging them. Mm. Now, if you were to go to court in that instance, you you would understand, TT, the courts operate in a in a manner that says we want to see the application of the law. Firstly, the court will have to examine if whether municipalities did follow the legal process in making determination of their rates and taxes. And and if that evidence is available, the next thing will be how did they apply it 
uh, was it uh, was it uh, fairly applied or there were discrepancies that's what the court will be looking at but the court will not necessarily say because the billing system of this municipality has been erratic therefore would grant you a decision not to do uh, not to perform your responsibilities because the law provides for processes wherein if tt feels that uh, the there's discrepancies in the in the billing that comes from the municipality Mm. there's avenues that uh, tt can use uh, internally before he can then decide to say that now because no one wants to listen to me yeah i'll give you one example tt which which instrument that we normally don't use as communities if you have exhausted all the administrative processes and you feel that you've not been given a fair hearing, wow. you have a right to petition the council to attend to the matters of billing if mm. it's something that affects the community broadly. Mm, mm. But how often have we seen in the council agendas a petition coming from the community saying, we have an issue with your billing system, which is always erratic. So those are the things that uh, as, as, as members of the public should put them in the back of our mind. What but do you say I, then? Because I, I see, I mean, just as early as recently as yesterday, as I, okay, I mentioned the, the Bedford View one, but we, we are seeing a situation where too often, I guess, government, and not just at local government level, um, you need the courts to get involved in uh, making sure that government does its work. Now we gather that uh, residents of Makanda um, have uh, won another victory against their municipality where it's been ordered to start a regular waste collection and provide sufficient refuse bags or wheelie bins to households. It shouldn't take a court action for this to happen. You see, that's why I'm saying it's a dual responsibility. Mm. Because the second point to look at it is that what are the contributing factors? What is it that leads to members of the public feeling that the court would be the right platform to intervene? Precisely it's because of the fact that whenever members of the public bring certain aspects to our attention as, as leaders, we tend not to adequately address them. We tend to push them away. We tend to pack them for a long mm. period of time. Our response time is not sufficient enough to make sure that the members of the public are able to also understand and appreciate the situation that they find themselves in. You'll 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 note it that uh, the most municipalities in the country are really really being owed money by those who can afford to pay. Now, if the municipality does not receive money to render services, one way or the other, the service will collapse. But the question is, does the municipality? sit down and engage with its community members on the kind of challenges that they are facing right. or they just assume that members of the public would understand and in that in that line mm. they they drop the ball in terms of paying attention to the fact that providing basic services to the community mm. is not a favor it's a legal obligation and if they are not doing it surely the courts will not be very sympathetic to their situation whatsoever the case yeah. might be all right, while well, I've got you on the line, let's just quickly bring in uh, Knowledge who wanted to put a question on this matter. Go ahead, Knowledge. Hi, right, Titi. Good morning. Great show, indeed. Thank and you, sir. And good morning to your guest, mm-hmm. Mr. Uh My question to you, sir, is I hear you when you say community has got a right to petition the, the council. Mm. But in, a, in my case, for instance, where council has agreed that they've wronged me, billing me about 88000 sure. And I say, they, then they say to me, no, no, look, we're going to reverse that. And even up to this very date, they have not uh, uh, mm-hmm. reversed that. And you're saying maybe as a community we should make a petition. So other issues are too individualistic, so mm-hmm. much that 
you cannot uh, begin to say, I, I, I want to mobilize communities. If the abuses are right, but what, what if I'm, a, I'm an individual? Council must just learn to take responsibility on their errors and reverse these things. They are doable from the revenue management point of view. Yeah. All right, let's get a response then from Mr. Dr. Makewa. How do you respond to that? Now, Titi, the case is very unique because in this case, it's talking about an individual case. Yes. And where it's an agreement to say that, yes, we have, uh, we have made a mistake. Now, in this case, he has got a right, a legal right to approach the courts. Should the municipality want to exercise punitive measures against him, for an example, if they decide that they are going to discontinue his service? He has a right to approach the court mm. to interdict that action because they would have not complied with the agreement that they've reached. But the instance where we talk of a petition, TT, is instances which we have given examples where collectively a community has got a problem. Right. But that does not also mean that if the council does not respond, the, 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 the community does not have a legal recourse. What we're trying to say is that Going to court should be the last resort. Mm. First and foremost, it's exhausting the internal mechanisms that have been provided by law. But if those mechanisms are not seen to be effective or are not working, or the nature of the issue that the community has, it's often agent nature, surely they'll then be able to approach the courts. We'll have to leave it there. Dr. Tim Mack, as always, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure, Titi. Thank you. Local government expert, uh, Dr. Tim Mack, on the line. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.